This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Dr. John Deloney. Elizabeth is with us in Dallas. Hi, Elizabeth. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello, how are you? Great. What's up? Hi. So I have a question. I've been with my partner and boyfriend for seven years, and we have two small children together. And I recently brought up the fact that we should get married and actually have one bank account and do everything together. And he says that he doesn't want to do that. That marriage is not. Why? He doesn't want to do marriage. Why? He says because he's already previously been married and he's just not, he's just not going to do it. Why does he think he's not married now? I'm not sure. He's got all, he's got everything having to do with marriage right now. So now my next question is. He gets sick. He gets sick. He wants you to make him chicken soup, right? Yes. Yeah. What's the difference in this and marriage? I'm confused. Well, here's... well, he says that he says that he's not interested. That either accept him or what should we do? So Elizabeth, I, I want you to hear what he's actually telling you. He's telling you he went all in on somebody once and got hurt or broke up with or whatever, and he's looking at you after seven years and two children and saying, "You're not worth that. I'd rather um, have my illusion of singleness in my back pocket at all times." So that I can preserve my little fragile ego. Meanwhile, play house. And play house with you. And you be my wife, and I'll keep all the equity and everything, and I'll keep all my money, and I'll basically pay you like a live-in nanny. Um, but this is all mine. That's what he's telling you. I hate well, that for you. Deal. I'm sorry. I hate that for you. How old are your babies? Um, one is four and the other is one. <sighs> little boy, little girl, what? Um, it's a one-year-old boy and a four-year-old girl. So at this point, I'm at the point that I don't know what to do. I don't know if I 20 just, years like, from now, your daughter away. is 24 and she asks you this question. What do you tell her? I don't know. Mm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be the person that tells you, you got to stay or leave. Because I don't want I don't want you to hang on to this guy said this. That's something that's a decision you're gonna have to own. What I will tell you is I think you are worth going all in on. And I think you're worth having a home that two people want to do life together and create a safe space to raise these two beautiful little babies. You're worth that. But you're gonna have to make the grown up decision on whether you stay and you try to build a life inside of a cocoon, um, or you make other decisions. Um, I'm mostly more afraid of like, if I walk away, how would I manage with money? I haven't worked in a while. So that's, I'm going to be truthful. That's exactly what's stopping me now from walking away. And that's a very real fear. I mean, that's a very real fear. The, the data suggests that when men and women split up, especially in this situation, his net worth will actually go up and yours will go down for a season. Until you get so pissed off that you become a multimillionaire later, but yeah, That's right. um, but yeah, the uh, uh, so in other words, you can't do this today. It's theory because you got babies you have to feed, but you can say, all right, I'm going to plan my escape, and I'm going to get my career tooled up, and I'm going to go get a job, and I'm going to start making some serious money, and then I get to make decisions from strength rather than from weakness. Mm-hmm. Get to walk to something, not run from something. And then you can walk in and go, uh, not sure, dude, that I want to marry you. So there's that. 
And that's what we call an Elizabeth burn, right? When you flip the whole thing around. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. But that comes from strength and you're, 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 um, when you're scared and broke, it keeps you from making decisions. So let's move from scared and broke and then remake the decision. You might make the decision under strength to stay, but you would need to make it from strength rather than from weakness. Is that logical? Yes. So if it takes you a year to start making $40,000 a year, then take that year and go do it. That's fine. I got no plan. I got no problem. And you're in Dallas, he, he, Texas. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And the, you're in Dallas, man. There will be people that will hire you. In about 20 seconds. I don't want my kids in daycare. Then marry their mother. Hey, Elizabeth, it's not uncommon in this situation, especially after this long, that this isn't the only thing that this person won't, quote unquote, do. This person's been telling you that your things you think are funny or stupid and the feelings or concerns you have about any number of things are dumb. You can't fill in the blank. And after seven years, after almost a decade of this, you've come to believe that stuff to be true, right? I have my doubts. Yeah. I don't. I don't either. Because the girl that called here has got more stuff inside of her than she sounds like she does or thinks she does. Now go get it. Get you some. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, really. I mean... Don't forget two old guys believe in you. Yeah, and and uh and you got a four year old daughter watching to see how mama is a warrior princess. Look out, here comes Xena. <laughs> you remember that one? Uh, yeah, but don't make that little weird noise call thing. <laughs> Keep that one to yourself, Elizabeth. Don't do that. Just let that only be in your head. Yeah. That's don't right. don't do that. Yeah. But yeah, Dave, it, you bring that up. It it it's a there's a concern, obviously, which is financial, which is real. That's math. There is no debate about that. And what about my babies? And what you bring up is really important. There is a ringside seat to, oh, this is what a mom and a wife are supposed to just accept as reality. Or I had a ringside seat to watching my mom go from a, a, a live-in boyfriend that told her, dude, I'm not wasting any more energy on you, all the way to a successful business owner. Warrior prince. Running shop. And they got to watch that happen in real time. Yeah. Some of the most uh, powerful people I've met, a single mom raised them. Oh, man. And uh, she was a go-getter, and she wouldn't be denied. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They, the kids take that work ethic, and then they go become a surgeon or something, and there's no yeah, stopping them. Exactly. It's, it sets up the next generation. You're setting up the next generation, so spend the next year deciding that and getting ready. I'm going to go with 32 years of broadcasting experience and go with my gut on something here. I want to continue that conversation. From that last caller? Yeah. The, uh, because the actual data is, and those of you that are old like me, you don't realize this data, but more people now live together than are married. Okay. Statistic. I mean, actual human beings are more, more of them are shacking up, cohabitating, whatever you want to call it than are married. And what people don't grasp is the data. It's been going on. It's been going on since the, you know, the, the, the love shack of the seventies. And from then on, you know, here we go. And, uh, so what people don't realize is the, um, unintended consequences legally, financially, uh, relationally, that builds up in these situations. There's books of research on this now. 
on the actual results. And in the financial arena, as an example, we'll start with that one. The there is a thing called the marriage advantage. You've seen this data, mm-hmm. and the marriage advantage says uh, that married people live longer. I think that's because your wife drives you crazy to go get a physical. But I don't know exactly what it is. But married people live longer, and their net worth is significant. And their net worth is significantly larger, and their incomes and their career trajectory is significantly higher. Statistically, so that's not like a Dave opinion. So you little farts on Tic Tac can just go run off the cliff. All right, but the the it, with your little comments. But the facts are the data says that your net worth, your longevity, and your uh, 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 career track and income all are improved with marriage. It's called the, the, the research piece, the buckets of research are called the marriage advantage in general. There's a whole volume. Also, if you live together prior to getting married, you are statistically four times more likely to get a divorce later. I hadn't heard it being that high. Wow. That's wild, you know? And so you get, and there's all kinds of other things that come in with the cohabitating pro. Or I'm going to try on these shoes to make sure they fit before we buy them, you know, kind of a thing, right? And so um, there's all kinds of data that shows the disadvantages to that. There's all kinds of data that shows the disadvantages to short engagements. You get, you know, you meet someone this weekend, and by next weekend you're married. Statistically, you're very unlikely for that marriage to last as compared to someone who has a six-month engagement period average, not a two-year or a six-year, but a six-month engagement period average after the dating process has begun. Because it takes a little while to figure out, is this a person I want to spend the rest of my life with? Duh. Met them at a bar on Saturday, married on Monday. That's Las Vegas. That's not smart, okay? And so... um, it just uh, it, can it can it work? Does it work occasionally? Sure, sure. There's always statistical anomalies, but I'm talking about if you're if you're 16 or you have a 16 year old, what would you tell them the best way for them to have their most prosperous quality life is? Have four or five Long Island iced teas. Put all your money on red and find somebody to marry before the weekend's over. Right? No one would say that. No one would say that. Right? No grandmother ever told her son, her no. granddaughter that. Right? Good grief. No. Yeah. Just, um, just, just, just saddle up at the daiquiri bar and see how this works out. You know? <laughs> if you marry somebody at the daiquiri bar, I'm just going to go ahead and say that study's probably not been done. That ain't going to last. That ain't going to last. That's a John Deloney study. Yes. All right. But here's the other. I don't know that this study's been done, and I don't know that it needs to be. That last caller said something that's important in this. It's this illusion of freedom and singleness. I'm going to live with somebody for two years, five years, seven years. I'm going to have kids with them, but I'm not going to get married because I want to keep that shard of freedom. One foot out the door. One foot out the door. And what you forget is he or she can't fully anchor into you. Those kids can't fully anchor into this unit um, because it's not fully a unit yet because you got one foot out of the boat. You're only rowing one one armed, right? It's so hard. It's impossible. And it's put her in a position almost as if she was in a domestic violence situation. She's not, mm-hmm. I don't think. But um, but but she's trapped. And that's the, the abuser uses the trapped, oh, you, how are you going to live? You ain't getting money. 
you know, and so they're trapped. So they stay in the punching bag scenario because that's the only way the kids get to eat. But also guess what? The kids get to watch this. And so they think that's how it's done. And this is a problem. Yeah. It's a serious problem. So just telling you, I mean, what would you tell your seven-year-old daughter, right? Your, your 17-year-old daughter, your 17-year-old son, what does a man look like in these situations? Well, you know, a, a reasonable length of engagement, uh, not living together prior to marriage, and then getting married, you have the – oh, by the way, if you graduate from college, you know, you heard this thing, 50% of the marriages fail. You heard that one? Yeah. It's absolutely not true. That's right. It's absolutely not true. They don't. Okay. If you make more than $50,000 a year household income, both of you graduate from college, and both of your parents are still married, you have a 90% chance of your marriage lasting. That's the stats. That's the real stats. Okay. So this, and some of these are, you can't control whether your parents are still together, but you can control graduating from school. You can control accomplishing goals. You can control delaying pleasure called maturity. You can control these things. These are controllables that you can use to set the table for your life. And then you get to see what the results are, what the, what the fruit is out of that. And so, you know, none of my children prior to marriage lived together. None of them. Was it because dad's a big old meanie? No, it's because I taught them this stuff. Tom, you have a distinct advantage if you will have a reasonable length of engagement, graduate from school, make a reasonable income, marry someone that is of the same religious preference that you are, uh, learn to set boundaries with extended family. If you do all of these things it's, and, and agree on kids, how many to have and whether to let them live, all these kinds of things, right? And, and that was a joke. And, um, <laughs> sort of. you know, the, the, um, but I mean, when you have these things lined up ahead of time, your probability of having a, a, a marriage that lasts is very high. I mean, sure. And I'm getting ready to celebrate 41 years and there have been times we almost killed each other, but you fell back on that covenant. Well, and, and we fell back on this value system that set us up to win. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous. I always like to flip the coin and and ask myself, what is it, what has happened in this many years and for people to opt out? And I I do want to put some of the ownership on those of us who are married with kids. If you make marriage appear to be miserable and you scream and you fight and you it's abusive and somebody's always leaving or coming or going, what kid in their right mind would look and go, I want to opt into that? And so I feel an, an extra responsibility to model for my kids, here's what love looks like. Here's what coming back together after disagreement, uh, here's what the repairs they call it, here's what that looks like. Here's what saying I'm sorry looks like. Here's what asking for forgiveness looks like. I want to model this is the best way to to create a world going forward. And if you didn't have that and you're entering into marriage, you need to get some people in your life that you see do have 40 years, 50 years ahead of you, and they can give you some wisdom along the way. But there's something about, man, this doesn't have to be the old ball and chain as the old songs go. This could be the greatest thing that ever happened to you if you opt into it and you live into it that way. Well, and all the data that I'm just saying, Indicates that. Right. Is it perfect? No. No. That hillbilly woman and I about killed each other a couple times. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I'm just saying. It's not perfect. I've almost set fire to my marriage yeah. multiple but times. That, but that doesn't mean that we weren't dialed in and going, right. what do I want when I'm old? Really old. I'm old now, but I mean really old. 
Mm-hmm. What, what, what do I want then? That's real. Old. You know, that's real. Old. Older than me, that's really old. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.